Welcome to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Mark Forzeka. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And I'm Brett Gannell. And we're all Los Angeles-based comedians who are also huge pro wrestling fans. And today on the show, as usual, we've got some news. Plus, we've got a couple new segments coming up. And, you know, I heard a rumor that uh, we Mark, might... Mark, uh, I hate to interrupt, but I have a huge surprise set up for the show today. Oh, surprise. you're kidding. Yeah. All right. I mentioned a few yeah. weeks back that I ran into a new WWE superstar at the studio where I work. Uh-huh. And, uh... I thought our show Curtain Jerks would be the perfect place to get an exclusive interview with him. Wow. The first interview with him. Okay. So a new a new WWE superstar? Uh, uh, oh, is it uh, Mason Ryan? Bigger. Uh, Brodus Clay. No, bigger. Well, obviously it'd be really stupid if it was Sin Cara, because not only does he not speak English, but he doesn't speak at all, and he's not bigger than Brodus Clay. Yeah. Does it always have to be about fat guys, Brett? Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, he should be calling at any moment, okay? It, that's him. That's him right now. Wait, but that's Sincara's music. You got a non-speaking Mexican luchador for a phone interview? You're an idiot. Guys, I think you're missing the big picture here, okay? Sincara is waiting on the phone right now. What is he right gonna say, Steve? Have a little faith in me, okay, Mark? I mean, oh, hello, Sincara, or as it is translated, without a face. It is an honor to have you here on Curtain Jerks. <laughs> Delightful. This guy's great. Uh, yeah, it's a pleasure to be talking with you, Sinkara. Uh, how is it wrestling for the WWE? Oh, you know, that's a, that's a new perspective. I never really thought about it that way before. It's really interesting. I'm going to have to think about that. You are a fucking idiot. Guys, it's another culture, okay? You just have to listen carefully. Much like watching the spectacle of Sinkara in the ring with his super speed and amazing acrobatics... It's all about the story he tells in the ring. But this is a phone interview. This is his story through the phone, Mark. You have to listen carefully for the subtleties. Exactly. What? All right, uh, Sinkara, how do you feel about being on a different show than Rey Mysterio? Steve, this is a terrible idea. Sinkara isn't even saying anything. How is this supposed to be a good interview? Let me try something, Mark. Um, Sinkara? How do you say dumbass in Spanish? Oh, okay. Now you're just insulting our guest, okay? I've learned a lot from our interview so far. Sin Cara? <laughs> yeah, Heath Slater, am I right? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Don't even get me started on JTG. That's it. Oh, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm sorry, Brett. Sorry if you can't appreciate other styles of wrestling. Sorry that he's not some 400-pound fat guy who doesn't have matching trunks and a jacket. Mark, I'm sorry that Sin Cara isn't some sex pot like Vicky Guerrero. Sin Cara, I'm sorry that you have this much ignorance, and I have so much intolerant friends that have to just bring you down every chance they get. I'm sorry you're not from America. Look, we've been listening, Steve, and all he does is breathe through his mask. No, no, Sin Cara, that's please. Don't tell me anymore. We don't want to hear anything about Facebook Man behind the scenes or what the new plans are, or a return to wrestling, or anything like that. It's fine. We're never going to talk again. Thanks for coming out. I really appreciate it, but just no one really, no one appreciates it, you know? Goodbye. Goodbye. Hanging up on him. Steve, that was a goofy idea. Well, I learned a lot. All right, I well, let's get into the... very closely. What's that, Scott? I tried listening very closely, and uh, I thought I heard him say something about Kozlov. Oh, really? Would you... That he likes Ruben sandwiches. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Russian. Well, that's we got a lot of insider Russian information dressing. you wouldn't get. 
We we've got a lot of news show. to talk about on the show. <laughs> and as always, the news that we talk about, it's just the stuff that's going on in wrestling that's interesting to us. It's not, this is not a comprehensive news rundown. But there are some big stories that we've, well, the last show that we recorded, actually, was just before Christian was about to face uh, Alberto, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Uh, for Alberto Del Rio. Alberto Del Rio. For the uh, World Heavyweight Championship. And Scott, you said if Christian did not win the title, you were going to boycott WWE forever. Well, you're, hey, congratulations, buddy. He won. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, you so much. And he was champion for a whole two days. Five days? <laughs> well, five. five days if you go by the KFAB, but it I, was two The KFAB? Days. I yeah. do go by the KFAB. Five TV days, I guess, but uh, only two actual real-life days. Well, Canadian days, that's 12 days, oh. so it's really... It's a it's long rain. Were you guys uh, legitimately? Uh, a lot of people were legitimately really pissed about Christian. I was furious. Short. You I were was, for I real. Was pretty angry. I was extremely disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I don't know that I could be pissed at much that they do right now, but I was extremely disappointed. He's I, one of my top five guys of all time. Like I love the guy. I've been a fan of him ever since I've seen him, and I finally thought I got his just due of deserving one of the two world title belts, and then they take it away immediately. Uh, Randy Orton deserved it a little bit more than he did. <laughs> Why, because he grew a beard? Uh, yeah, he did. That's he not hard. I've been yeah. doing it for months. You know, <laughs> if I, I can do it, and I have no testosterone whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't mind it as much when I... And I didn't like it overall, to be clear, but I didn't mind it as much when I actually saw SmackDown and what they did with it because I thought the way they played out the story of he had won the title and they made it a huge deal and then he suddenly shockingly wins the title and he's really disappointed and I think it's going to lead to a Christian heel turn that could be really effective. If he loses to Orton at the next pay-per-view and then he just starts to flip out and turns heel, he's going to turn heel on edge anyways and do a similar storyline. So I think they're trying to it just it feels like team. we've seen it before. I, I'd be more interested to see him as a as a good guy champion than the sort of a I heel. would too. Yeah. I think yeah. it's just, I can't it'd argue be, that. It'd be refreshing. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. the fans it. were behind him. All the support was there. Everybody was into it. The, the passing of the torch with Edge. You know, he ah. he had some he had some life being that sort of like uh, well, kind of like what Cena does. You lose three quarters of the match and then you come back and you win it type of a thing. Like being like the guy that constantly is almost losing all the time. You know, yeah, he's good at playing that role. Well, the fans like him a lot more than Vince McMahon likes him. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah. The fans want him to be a main event guy. They love the guy, but Vince doesn't like him and doesn't think he's a main event guy. When I had went uh, to SummerSlam, I think it was 03 or 04, and Phoenix, and got to meet Vince McMahon, I had specifically said to him at the time, like, I love Christian. I watched the show for Christian. Please push him. That was years ago. Yeah. And I felt like I had to save and my piece yeah, then. Just, what, 10 years later? He's yeah. pushing him. Well, finally got <laughs> he got the message. He, got the message. He, heard, he heard you loud and clear about it. He did it! <laughs> well, we're a couple of weeks now into the, uh, since the WWE draft, so we've got new stars on new brands, like Randy Orton on SmackDown and winning the world title there. What do you guys think of the shows since the brand split? I was super confused these last couple of weeks because they weren't wearing their shirts anymore. <laughs> so you I mean was the, little... red, the blue SmackDown shirts, yeah, yeah. the red Raw shirt? I need those to figure out who's on what show. You think they should have those just all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with their names on the back. Or armbands. <laughs> that would be good. Ooh, yeah. Or a yellow star. 
Yellowstone. We oh, all went Jesus. to Raw out here a couple years ago. Remember when uh, Vince McMahon got kicked out of the uh, arena? And where I'm not going to screw up this story, but there were NBA playoffs, and they were supposed to have a Raw, yeah, yeah. and then and Vince and Raw got yeah. thrown out of the arena because of the playoffs. So they had Raw here in Los Angeles instead. And Vince had a tag team match with all the top guys, and like half of them wore Lakers jerseys or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the I'm night that Kennedy up. fucked up and then got fired because he rolled Orton's shoulder. Yeah, exactly. But my point is, Vince likes... It bless you. Bless you, buddy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, Why is your shirt covered in holes? What is this fucking shirt that you wore for this show? I sneezed and it blew a whole bunch of holes in my shirt. No one cares. It's radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't, don't describe it, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, it's you also filthy. Right yeah, it's, it is filthy. You just broke a radio kayfabe, Scott. Well, I didn't mention that he has gray hair. <laughs> Scott's wearing one half of a bear costume, just the bottom half. <laughs> I got a gig after this. <laughs> but uh, we got new guys on both shows, so... Uh, well, my, wait, wait, wait. But my point was Vince. <laughs> Vince. Vince likes. Focus. We should let. I'm sorry, I'm we should let the audience know that <laughs> we've started this show over like five times because we couldn't yeah. keep it together. <laughs> that should be known. Though. We're making each other laugh. We're gonna edit out that yellow star comment, right? No. Nope. Yeah, nope. The Asians know that you hate them, and so do the Jews. No, I was just commenting on Brett's hatred of having to have. Uh, Making people stand out. Keep going, for buddy. Keep going. They, uh, <laughs> Take it all, Steve. Take it all. But Vince likes to have people wear T-shirts that identify what team they're on. That was my point. Thank you. Good night. Yes. All right, not good night. Keep tuning in. We got new guys on. The, so Mysterio is on Raw now. Del Rio is on Raw now. Yeah, they um, moved the Mexicans around. They, <laughs> that's true. Uh, and uh, Sin Cara is. A, SmackDown. Yeah, he's not SmackDown. He had a match with Daniel Bryan on uh, just SmackDown yeah. this past Friday, and. Um, Man, they had a decent match, but I, I just kept wishing I was seeing that match not on WWE SmackDown because if that was match was in Ring of Honor or on an indie show, those guys could tear it. It would be unleashed. Uh, it would be unbelievable. Yeah. Tear it up Did like you see how many uh, mini botches there were in that match just because of the lighting. Like the way that that shadow that that lighting puts on. They were missing grabs. They were missing uh, like... Uh, very simple things they were missing. Like right, missing ropes, trying to shirt. climb ropes and stuff like that. Brett, so no, the listeners can't hear a word you're saying because Scott is trying to stick his fingers in, holes, in, uh, in Steve's whole shirt holes the whole time you're talking. Yeah. No, I, I agree, Brett. It looked like a very dangerous match. No, but Brett, I, okay, yeah. what... In all seriousness, what the fuck is going on with those lights? Is Sin Cara getting his own lighting for his matches? Are I they think doing special lighting just for his matches? They use they use like about six p.m. mood romantic lighting because <laughs> if they keep the lights real low, you won't see how many times he actually fucks. What up. are they gonna wheel out the piano player and have the champagne? <laughs> That's coming soon. It's all romantic and glowing and everything, and then I think you get distracted by the lights so much you can't tell when he botches a move. Um, I like some of the shuffling. I like Del Rio on Raw. Uh, I think I like Orton on SmackDown. Um, I like the SmackDown crew a lot right now. I like Daniel Bryan on SmackDown. I think he'll have should get a, more of a chance to actually wrestle on that show. Mm-hmm. I like Sin Cara on SmackDown um, for the time being as they kind of build him up. I especially love my favorite, Awesome Kong, now called Karma, has debuted on Raw. Yeah. 
I'm thrilled about that. She is, no kidding, one of my favorite acts in the last 10 years in wrestling. She's great. I think she can be a huge star and draw huge money if they book her right. And so far, they are booking her right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a simple, it's just a simple formula, right? Just have her go in there and kick major ass for yeah. a year. Her finisher is great for the skinny little divas in the WWE, too. She'd be able to do that to anybody. Yeah, yeah. it scares the shit out of me every time I'm like, ah, oh, she's going to drop her on her head. She's going to break her <laughs> neck. Don't worry, she hasn't done it to Vicky yet, Mark. You're okay. <laughs> that she would have trouble getting Vicky up in that's that, true. That's Mark, you asked Sin Cara a question that I sort of I, I should have I should have jumped on it sooner because I was but I was still pondering. I was so excited to have Sin Cara. Why would it make a difference if Rey Mysterio and Sin Cara were on the same show? Let should, me answer for Sin Cara. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Well, I think they that might. was you at the end, but at the beginning it sounded like Sinkara was just paying me tons of compliments. <laughs> this is what I would think, although I haven't heard this, but I think you want to keep them separate from each other. Build them, build Sinkara up on SmackDown, keep Ray straw on, strong on Raw, and then have a dream match between them. And then probably put them together as a tag team. That's a great idea. <laughs> they specifically moved him over to SmackDown, though, Sinkara, so that they could edit his matches. I'm almost positive of that. I think it's a great. That's a great idea too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, the con. The I, I'm going to always call her Awesome Kong. But the awesome karma, karma, the Awesome karma. karma. First of all, her vignettes were awesome when she yeah, was pulling yeah. the heads off the Barbie dolls. And then since she came in, they were doing exactly what they hope I'd hope they would do with her, which I feel like they should. Is she just comes in and beats the shit out of all the divas, and it's like a horror movie scene every time so she comes out. Hot. So hot. It's really hot, isn't it? It's really hot. You know, did you guys notice on Raw that everything was reversed this last week? What do you mean? The, did you watch the coal it? Mine did you watch your DVR in reverse, Brett? Did I watched you, my, the whole show. Were you mirror, just watching it in the mirror uh, the whole time? The, what the coal mine was on the the opposite side that it's usually on. They actually seemed like they entered from the opposite side. And even uh, Alberto Del Rio's car came in from the opposite side that it usually does. Maybe they shot. Uh, they had a diff- They set up their hard camera on the different side. I don't know if they were just trying something different, but I noticed WWE. I noticed. Did you notice Nunzio as a referee? I did notice that. And I was waiting for him to get involved in a match. I was waiting for like uh, him to take a hard bump or something like that the whole time. Like it was a plan, but nothing ever happens. The biggest footed referee there is. He's got gigantic feet, that guy. <laughs> Well, it's time no to debut now. a new segment. It's time to debut a new segment on the show, gentlemen. And uh, this one is courtesy of the website Cage Side Seats. They they did a, a kind of a fun thing. But you know, one of my favorite things about wrestling in the last ten years is their the WWE creative team. Uh, not because I like the creative team, but because. Members of the creative team, when they leave the job, they're always disgruntled. They're always angry at WWE. They've always had a horrible experience working there. And they go on wrestling uh, websites and radio shows and they talk about what an awful time they've had. And so Cage Side Seats compiled a bunch of these stories that the creative team members have told all over the internet and put them all in one place. And we're going to read one each week and discuss it. So this is courtesy of Cage Side Seats. Um, it's a story about Triple H. One traumatized writer gave Power Slam writer Matthew Randezzo the following account of one of his earlier meetings with Triple H a few years ago. Quote, I remember being nervous the first time I delivered the script to the McMahon dressing room where Triple H would dress. He would never use the locker rooms to dress with the rest of the boys. When Triple H answered, I told him the raw script was ready for his review. On the first occasion, he grabbed the script, flipped through it but did not read it, and asked me point blank, am I fucking going over? This is the first time I delivered the script to him. He did indeed win his match, so I said yes. Then he politely gave the script back to me without reading it and said, that's all I needed to know. 
and walked back to the McMahon locker room. A few months later, WWE head writer Brian Gewertz had another weekend off, and I delivered another Raw script to him on a pay-per-view Sunday. It was the same routine. He nonchalantly flipped through it and said, Am I fucking going over? This time, however, he was to lose his match via disqualification. He would keep his title. I said to him, Well, sort of. Then Hunter froze. He said, What do you fucking mean, sort of? I said, You lose the match via DQ, so you still keep the title. What page? He growled. After I told Hunter the page number this occurred on, he ripped that page out, threw the rest of the script on the floor in a rage, and slammed the door in my face. Needless to say, the next day during the agents meeting, the script had somehow changed, and Triple H now won his match cleanly. This was hardly an isolated incident, end quote. (laughs) I wonder how he reacted to the first time he was presented with the script to the chaperone. (laughs) Am I going over? Yeah. Well, kind of. In the third act. What do you mean, kind of? Well, I mean, for the most part, you're going to have a little bit of trouble reconnecting with your daughter Uh for the first, like, let's say, two hours of the movie. Okay. Then you're finally going to be, you're going to win her over. Oh. Yeah. And then you're going to get your own radio show at the end. What? Yeah. I just. No, I'm sorry. What? You're going to get your own radio show at the end? Oh, that's what I thought you said. Very happy with this. Okay. That's probably how it went. Something like that, right? <laughs> uh, you know what the, this story says? Every one of these guys who write for WWE, when they when they leave there, I've not heard one of them say anything positive about Triple H. They not don't even like Freddie Prince H. Jr.? Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he's talked yet. We're waiting for him to do an exclusive interview. Was he, last thing Freddie Prince Jr., he's, he did 24, season 8. And I'm wondering, was that before or after when he was working with WWE because I'd be interested to see if he's sort of like, I gotta get out of here. Get me anything. Give me a TV show. Anything. Like after writing or traveling and all that. Actually, I'm also interested to see what whatever his contribution was to WWE. I think he's big on writing the Hornswoggle stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure all the writers just fighting with each other over who could write the uh, Hornswoggle and triple uh, no, DX segments. Right? Oh, I imagine <laughs> having to run that script to Hornswoggle and then having Hornswoggle be. I guess at the end of the day, though, like, would you rather uh, would you rather get ready for matches with like your buddies or with your father-in-law? Wait, wait, what, what do you mean, mean by getting ready? For yeah, matches? But, yeah, like if he uses Vince McMahon's dressing room all oh. the time. You know, like, is that, that seems like that would be more awkward than anything else. There's something really not cool about getting ready in a dressing room opposed to the locker room for something like professional yeah, yeah. wrestling. It's like, I'll be in my dressing room opposed to like, I'll be in the locker. You know? Yeah. I feel like there's something missing. What do you mean dressing room seems more like a theatrical term? Yeah, yeah. You? And I do understand But it's that an entertainment company. It is an entertainment company. Yeah. It's just I mean, there's something very, uh... I'm gonna use just the right word for this. <laughs> Pause okay. longer. We've got all. We've got all day. It's not like anyone's listening. No, well, let's sitting, move on. We'll move on. I'll come up with. You'd the be sitting later. in the hair and makeup chair forever anyway if you were there. Me? Yeah. Well, it's because I'd want to have awesome. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, good. Right now, good you Steve. look like a, a the poor kid trying to make a hook over his shirt. Oh, yeah! Right. Steve is ripping his holy t-shirt off in front of the Oh, style. yeah! Right. Yeah! <laughs> right. Oh, Lord. Steve, there are listeners listening to this show. You realize that, right? We have Not fans. Anymore. This isn't the dry run. We're actually recording the show. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Okay, okay. All right. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, it's so sad now. China has returned to TNA as well as Chris Harris. 
I'm glad to see Chris Harris back. I always like him. If he shows up in shape and he's ready to wrestle. Wildcat Chris Harris? I thought he was, I, I was great. Yeah, I mean, he, he didn't have such a great run in WWE. Braden Walker. <laughs> he had three weeks as, what was it, Braden Walker? Braden Walker. Braden Walker. Like not Brandon, Walker. not Brad, Braden. That didn't go so well for him. But he was great with James Storm. But it worked out because during that time frame when he was on ECW, he met Matt Hardy backstage, which was shown on TV. Hence, they're such good buddies. Now he's his tag team partner for the pay-per-view. Yeah, and then you oh, get a match geez. against... Uh, Get a match against Beer Money, right? Yeah, yeah. for the tag Ooh. team titles. Yeah, I mean that's a great, that's a good little storyline. What's sure. weird is if you've seen Matt Hardy recently, he's got those caps on his teeth. You know those white caps that mm -hmm. uh, make your mouth a little wider and you talk funny with them. He hasn't gotten used to them yet. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh gosh! It's, either way, I'm going to wish I change titles. No, I, I, he's so excited he can't stop smiling. He's showing off his I teeth. I can't. He's showing off his chompers. I don't know if that's the teeth or the fact that he's constantly wasted. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Hardy's uh, late night uh, videos from the fucking Waffle House with Shane Helms <laughs> wasted are always entertaining. Yeah, that should be in his contract. Look, just <laughs> you don't get to use a camera ever. No more flip cameras for you, okay? No one needs to hear what you have to say well, unless you say it on our show. You know, WWE actually did make some Twitter rules a while back because the wrestlers were were tweeting late at night that you'd have a couple drinks and they were just they were putting stuff negative stuff about the company or their own push. Wrestling or, isn't real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> stuff like Gold that. Gold dust? No, gold I, dust. <laughs> I think they're not allowed to tweet after midnight or something like that. Oh, really? it's like I'm gremlins. Serious. It's just like gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So they I can't think, get them wet, so they can't drink after midnight, and they can't tweet after midnight. Right. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I think China should be should have been matched up with the Hardys because they're she's a mess, they're a mess. What could we have named that tag team? Yeah. Uh, the, the comebacks. <laughs> uh, speaking Rehab. of Ooh, the train wrecks. Yeah, the train, train wrecks. wrecks would be oh, yeah. a great name. It sounds like they could kick some serious ass at the same time. They've got their own personal demons they have to battle. <laughs> What about uh, TNA changing its name uh, to Impact Wrestling? I'm all for it. Sounds good. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> what about Impact? That's the initials. Ugh. <laughs> I propose Impact Pro Wrestling. Wouldn't that sound a little better? IPW? You call it I IPW. That's pretty cool. UPW? Because yeah. you can't call it IW. Why not? No, you can't. You can't go, let's go. IW. I-W. Definitely can't chant it. Yeah, you can't. I-W. But I-P-W? That sounds weird. I-P-W. Yeah, that sounds weird, too. You're right. What are those morons at the uh, Impact Zone going to chant now that it's not called TNA anymore when Jim Neidhart comes back and does a power slam? Mark, <laughs> please don't call them morons. They frighten me. I don't want them to find us. I'm just going to find a bunch of bleached bones and they're done with us. You're saying this to me in a completely ripped up, destroyed t-shirt <laughs> that you've you nonsense. I still got it. You look like a TNA I'm fan. Still... Oh yeah. <laughs> <Drake>. <laughs> it's hanging on by the tightest of threads. You look well, like a can of uh, crescent rolls that hasn't been baked yet. That someone stuck in a bag. <laughs> yeah. And it got they dropped a on the floor, of so they got clothes. hair on it. <laughs> All I want to say is, listeners, you should be glad this is just an audio show. Yeah. Brett, do you have an iPhone? Right. We can I have do. an exclusive pick for you. Uh, on our on our Facebook page, let's do it. Facebook.com backslash curtain jerks, and you can see the I'm glory that is Steve. All right, a good idea, good idea, Scott. We're gonna take a picture of this, and we will post it. It's Facebook.com 
slash curtain jerks. You will get to see what Steve looks like. You will get to see okay. that we were not One joking more. about this. And his recording prowess. You'll get yes. to see what a moroning is. We got All it. those things on our this Facebook. TNA uh, audition photo. Well, right guys, here. speaking of TNA, we have talked about... Uh, <laughs> We have talked about the possibility of me doing a Keeping It Real segment on the show for weeks and weeks. We have teased the listeners, and I have written my first Keeping It Real editorial, which I'm going to debut right now. Hold on one second, though. You yeah. can't do it without the jingle that we've made for it. I'm ready for uh, it. We've been waiting weeks to do this. This is the new Keeping It Real with Warzeka intro jingle. Three, two, one. Keeping it real with Warzaka. This first Keeping It Real editorial is directed at wrestling superstar Hulk Hogan. Hogan did an interview this week with Satellite Radio's The Score where he addressed the current state of TNA. Or not TNA. Impact Wrestling, I guess. Look, no one seems to know the name of this company anymore, even the people running it. Hogan said, actually, the name has changed to Impact now. You'll see that this week. When asked, is that a permanent change, like TNA does not exist as of Thursday, Hogan said, Brother, I'm just one of many of the cook I'm just one of the many cooks in the kitchen. Oh really, Hulk? I thought you were the Vince McMahon of TNA. At least that's what you were saying when you joined the company a year and a half ago. Now so Hogan continued. I personally thought it was a good idea because every time I went into a business meeting, the first five minutes of the business meeting I would say, I'm with TNA wrestling, and they would look at me. No, it's not tits and ass. It's total nonstop action. It's much easier when you don't have to explain TNA. It's not tits and ass. Actually, Hogan, it is tits and ass. As in, there are a lot of both on the show. And I'm not just talking about the horse's asses like yourself who try to run this sad little company. Or the saggy 62-year-old man tits on Ric Flair. No, I'm talking about the TNA knockouts that are regularly put in demeaning and misogynistic storylines on your show. And it didn't have to be that way. TNA had Awesome Kong in their hands. The most original woman's act in pro wrestling since China. And Kong isn't just potential. For a long stretch of time, her segments were the highest rated on the entire show. But Hulkster's shock jock racist buddy Bubba the Love Sponge ran Kong out of the company in disgust. And now the real Vince McMahon is poised to make a lot of money with her. Do you mention that at your high-powered business meetings, brother? And speaking of China, it's nice to see that even after becoming a national joke, a public drug addict, a celebrity rehab sob story, and a porn star, another washed-up act from the 90s has found a home in your company. Look, Hulkster, I like a good con man as much as the next guy. To me, slick salesmanship is a skill to be admired. Heck, I actually own the Jack LaLanne power juicer. I mourn the death of Billy Mays. And I used to stay up late at night to watch a young Don West hawk baseball cards and Beanie Babies. And I don't even know anything about baseball or Beanie Babies. The sheer gall of the guy pouring his heart and soul into a sales pitch for a $300 Princess Diana limited edition Beanie Baby was not to be missed. <laughs> so ordinarily, Hulkster, I wouldn't mind the con you've been running on Dixie Carter for this last year and a half, dangling one carrot after another in front of her beautifully Botoxed face, and making her think she's just one more move away from actually running a profitable and respected company. The first carrot was hiring you, then hiring Bischoff, then getting rid of the six-sided ring, then airing TNA Live every other week, then moving Impact to Monday nights to compete head-to-head with Raw, then loose- loosening the purse strings even more to bring in big stars like drug addict Scott Hall and drug addict <laughs> Jeff Hardy, then moving TNA back to Thursday nights, then convincing Dixie the real secret is getting the TV tapings on the road, and now this latest con, getting her to change the name of the company. You can call a turd a Rose Hulkster, but it's still a turd. 
And the reason I mind this particular con is you're not only scamming Dixie, you're scamming me. You're scamming all of the pro wrestling fans out there that want a strong, viable alternative to WWE. Since you entered TNA Hogan, the company has seen no growth whatsoever. The TV does the same shitty rating it did every week before you arrived. It's only slightly higher than Superstars. And I don't mean the WGN show. I mean a clip of a match between Steve Lombardi and Barry O from a 1986 WWF Superstars episode I found on YouTube. <laughs> TNA's pay-per-views continue to be enormous money loser. The company as a whole is still in the red. Which brings me to the real reason you started running this scam to begin with. You practically admitted it in an interview to The Score. The real reason is why Hulk Hogan? Why TNA? That's a reason I've always wanted to tell someone, but no one has asked me. The reason I went to TNA, brother, was when my wife divorced me and my son got out of jail and my daughter moved away. There was a period when I bottomed out. The only thing I had is wrestling. The only thing I had left in my life was wrestling. I think you mean you were broke, Hulkster, and you needed money. You and your vampire buddies will suck TNA dry and leave it for dead, just like you did with WCW. And that's keeping it real, brother. Keeping it real with Borzeka. Wow. Woo! Woo! Gentlemen, we better hope Hogan doesn't listen to this podcast. I told you I was going to keep it real. Wow. Yeah, that was keeping it real. That was intense. That, that was. was. I uh, I should point out, though, uh, I think I enjoy Impact more now. Like, I've always enjoyed watching it, but it's because it's either watching... Counterpoint. It's, yeah. uh, no, it's getting to watch a train wreck, but with fireworks going out of the train also. It's like, man, I can't believe that freight train was carrying so many fireworks. <laughs> I love Hogan it. taking meetings with that don't know what company he's representing, or that's the thing that's confusing me. Because it's total bullshit, and he makes it yeah. up. <laughs> it's like, is he meeting? Talking to some real serious investors. <laughs> I love watching the show. I, because it's so chaotic, it's so much fun, they do have wrestling on it, and it's not just edited garbage well that's the one thing that i i and i until they make a spike hd that my cable company gets i won't watch this show on a regular why don't you, basis why don't you call them out i i'll do it who is it you're getting it. heated you knocked over your cup of tea is it time warner yeah, yeah. is it cox Sorry, who do you got i have time warner but in my area spike hd is not an option uh we and hope. i refuse to watch things that aren't in hd wow doesn't that rule out a lot of things it does it does i i Pick from about 80 channels. That's it. 80 <laughs> channels? What is it, 1996? Yeah. Come on, man. Well, I have probably access to hundreds. I just, if they're not in HD, I don't watch them. You just, if you can't count the pores, you just don't watch? Not interested. The more you talked about it, Mark, the more I wanted to watch Sacrifice this Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> because of how weird and strange it's going to be that it's not as formulaic as WWE where you guess the next thing and the next thing. That they will go, you know what, let's get China back. You know, the more Mark was talking about it, it was the more I wanted him to watch Sacrifice. <laughs> but, 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 like, I hear that. So if you want to watch it for the train wreck, that's fine. But that's not a viable business. They're not it's, growing well, no, as a no, business. But, but, it's, yeah. but it's still, like, what, what, what Scott said was that they're still wrestling in such a way that I get to sort of, I get to see cool things while also them trying to do everything they can. I think that's the only reason why it's still on the air is because at the end of the day, the wrestling's still good. But, I mean, if it's up to Hogan and them bringing in Jeff Hardy and those guys, they're even trying to ruin that, you know, because these guys are unreliable at best. I think what the one thing that they're doing that I really enjoy is... Uh, I think I watch wrestling when I watch it is because it's the same sort of part of my brain that watching an action movie. 
Steve says, I think I watch wrestling, by the way. <laughs> I think I watch wrestling. I think I watch wrestling. But it's the same part of my it's the same sort of enjoyment as watching Terminator or Aliens or anything like that. That's what watching wrestling is for me. And TNA Impact right now is essentially getting to watch an action movie every week. And it's approaching sort of like finally rated R levels with them swearing and sort of doing the weird behind the scenes stuff. They're making they I feel like they're closer to making the movies. They're like the impact every week is pretty much making the movie what WWE films should be doing. Is that, that's what I think it is. Yeah, I'd sooner it, watch so bitter would, old men running the company than a corporate company just getting merchandising out of the whole thing. Well, they are yeah. a corporate company. Ish. But they're not public. They're not public, no. But as I, soon as they go public, it's going to turn into WWE, and it's going to be shareholders being like, uh, I, I don't think they should be a heel. I think Randy Orton is That's a, what Hulk Hogan's grooming it guy. for, though. I mean, that's why they got rid of the six-sided ring and everything. Like They're making it a more viable thing to investors. And I, th- like I don't have a problem with it being more easily consumed, but mm-hmm. I, it shouldn't be public. They should. The only people that should be making decisions are people that know storytelling and know Bitter, wrestling. old, washed-up wrestlers. Yeah, the only people who should be running wrestling are bitter, washed-up, old wrestlers. As it's always been. <laughs> and as soon as you move away from bitter, old, washed-up wrestlers running yeah. wrestling, then it sucks. I love watching Flair, Bischoff, and Hogan doing batch, backstage segments rather than uh, like a Vicky Guerrero who's not... Yeah, hang a, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say it. <laughs> then un- unleashing a beast that can't act and just has the name of Guerrero because she had a Guerrero you know in her Ooh. oh boy <laughs> do you guys think there's any chance that Vicky Guerrero and Karma will make out on one of these shows one week absolutely Are you not, in this cor- not in this corporate wrestling world Mark <laughs> <laughs> will the shareholders complain about that how could they <laughs> Man, it sounds like the shareholders don't want to help anybody but themselves. But look, but I agree with what you're saying about it, the show feeling like an action movie. The only way you can watch that show is to turn your brain off completely, not get overly invested in the stories. Just sit back and watch it like you'd watch Transformers or some like whoa, 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 wrestling. Whoa, whoa. I said Terminator and, and Alien. Okay, I didn't okay. Say Transformers. Well, here's what I think is different about tr- Terminator and Alien. People got inv- interested enough in Terminator and Alien that they actually wanted to pay money to come see the sequels. In a wrestling company, if you're, you have to make money off house shows. You have to make money off pay-per-views. Their show turns virtually no one into paying customers. After being on the air for eight years, their pay-per-views lose a ton of money. They don't sell merchandise. And their people, the amount of people that come to their house shows is in the hundreds. But wait, what a was wrestling your favorite show? Has show? To be more than just a television show. They've got to invest you in the product to the point where you're willing to pay money mm-hmm. to 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 see some other aspect of it. But a year or two ago, what was your favorite live show that you went to that year? Oh, TNA. I've been to two TNA shows live, and they were both absolutely fantastic. I love them. Do they come out here? We went. Yeah, we went to Bound for Glory. It was here in L.A., and you're right. I thought it was phenomenal. That was one of the best live wrestling shows I've ever been You made so many friends amongst the fans. Channing TNA, TNA with them. TNA fans. Will, TNA. TNA fans will talk to anybody. Oh, I was getting a hot dog and a oh, beer, and like these people like came up to you in line and just start talking. It was hey, as, swing. As a singular like live experience, I had a blast. But do they invest me in the product in any way? No. Have they created one star in the eight years they've existed? No. Uh, what about Kurt Angle? <laughs> You've been no, on, on WWE on, 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 television before, Ryan? so I'm surprised they didn't hire you. Okay, I'm sorry. Rob Van Dam, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. How about one last uh, Steve? How about one last cage side s- seat story before we go? Is that okay. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do two in one show. Two in oh, one. Yeah. We, got a, we got a little bit of time left. Oh. Yeah. Um, 
This one's uh, <laughs> so sad. There's still one thread hanging. Stephanie and Triple H. Another famous story that has done the rounds is one mentioning Stephanie's nervous breakdown after her husband Triple H had suffered his second cor- torn quadriceps muscle. Second cord muscle. <laughs> <laughs> at the New Year's Revolution pay-per-view January 07. Backstage with the writing team and watching the monitor when the injury had occurred, a horrified Stephanie fell to her knees burst into tears and started screaming no as if reenacting the ending of Godfather Part 3 while sympathetic to her plight the writers still felt incredibly awkward as they stood silently watching her and wondered if Stephanie was not perhaps slightly overreacting well Overselling. that is a slight on yeah. uh, her, her training of the Steve Sears acting school in Englewood yeah yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah Steve she went through your acting school right? how she was she as a student star pupils one of your star people. So do you, from hearing that story, do you think that she overreacted or was that legitimate passion? I think passion? for the situation and knowing that if Triple H was unable to wrestle, the company would be doomed. I mean, <laughs> essentially, they're losing, Stephanie's losing her meal ticket That's if true. Triple H is down for any consideration. Well, you know, I think she might be okay. It's not like she married in. <laughs> well, I, do you think maybe Triple H thinks that? I think he married in. No, no, no. I think he thinks that, like, look, baby. You saddle up on this Bronco, and I'm going to take you places. <laughs> then I would say the stakes were very high, and I'm sure she recognized that. And I think her 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 response was adequate, if not maybe a little too low. Maybe she should have gone farther, like knocked over the monitors and and just sort of ran around screaming, pulling out her own hair or other people's hair, or torn her shirt off like you have during this show. <laughs> I I wish they'd have a camera backstage for that. Wait, uh, let's do a quick vote. Who thinks Stephanie's attractive? Out of the forum. Wait, wait, I, when? When? Uh, when she yeah. was with a test? I know that I think about it, there's no time The last time she difference. was on television, but when she was doing the, the Triple H, Randy Orton, WrestleMania build-up. Oh, wait, oh, or not when she woke up from her dream? Her not when she dream? woke up from the, dream, from the dream in that sketch. The last time she was in a storyline. I, I vote, yes. Eh, I, I'm raising my hand. I rose my hand. I raised my hand. Not you, Mark? I mean, she's not she's no karma. Nikki Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there have been times I've found her attractive. <laughs> but then you realize Vicky Guerrero was looking at you out of the corner of her eye, yeah. and you're like, I, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, right, exactly. <laughs> well, gentlemen, we're out of time. Any, any closing thoughts before we go? This has been a thoroughly bizarre show, I think. If uh, Steve rips his shirt up again, I don't want to be sitting across from him. <laughs> yeah! No! That's my, That's my closing thought. All right, check our Facebook. We're not joking. Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. We really will put up this photo of Steve with his shirt all ripped off. If that, and if that's not incentive enough, you could also go on there and uh, let us know what you think of the show. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And uh, we read that thing all the time, and we will talk about what you've written on the show. And, uh, well, I guess that's it for today. Thanks to everyone at the Comedy Podcast Network and Meredith Spivey, our engineer. For having to deal with Steve blowing out the audio every four seconds. Yeah. <laughs> we apologize for your radios and computers and She's all. been laughing this entire time. This is Curtain Jerks. I'm she Mark Wojcicki. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Breckin' Out. Bye-bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.